Hi guys, you're listening to Real Life Scenarios with Nora and Tams. Hello. Hi guys, welcome back to Real Life Scenarios. Yes, a podcast by two Londoners giving unprofessional advice. That's correct. We cover current news, real life dilemmas, our real life dilemmas, and pretty much anything in between. Anything that you can think of, we we talk about it. You know? That's the way it goes. Um, I kind of sound like a fucking broken record every time we start this episode. Every time we start. I know. Have you realised as well? Like every upper episode, we change the words and then we stick to it and then we bring in new I things. I know. Oh, we it's stick just to like that. a habit. Like we do it We're and then we're trying to flex like, oh. things around a little bit, you know? But this is how you know Test we don't waters. like plan our episodes. We just sort of just go in with it and yeah, just do it. It is what it is, sort of thing, you know? Exactly. Uh, maybe who knows maybe you guys want us to be more organized but you know what we'll do leave that for next season because this season is coming to an end soon so yes. you know next time <laughs> next time yeah next all time. the time after that oh yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> we do what we want on this episode because we can uh, and because you guys you know don't seem to have a problem with it no so you not know. that we know of anyway yeah yeah that's true uh but anyways what's been happening with you um Nothing much, really. It's just been really boring lately, actually. Yeah. Really boring. Yeah, just mum life, work, sleep. <laughs> Repeat. Repeat. Um, yeah. That's not, it's just nothing. Nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, oh, well, we went out for our friend's birthday, which was obviously good. Yes. Um, went to a nice place in, where was it? Um, Somewhere up. Somewhere outside of London, like not too yeah. far from London. <laughs> um, I think it was near Slough. I don't know. Is it actually near Slough? Yeah, yes, it is near Slough. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and it was good. Yeah. It was like a it's village. Fancy. Yeah, it was, was like a The village. roads were like fucked. I didn't like the roads. They were so tight. And people yeah. literally, they don't know how to park because the roads are so small. So they just sort of but just the park thing is, on the pavement. When, when we went, it was fireworks night. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody. So it was obviously a lot more packed. Mm. People were literally parked in the grass. The roundabouts were just chaotic. Yeah. It was a bit too Pavements much. Were but busy. there I am, was like fucking weaving in and out of traffic. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But what about you? How's it going? Good. Everything's good. Um, been just sticking to the gym schedule. Good. Um, and. I went to the gym yesterday, right? And I was just minding my own business. And then this guy comes over. He was like hench. But not like too hench, but he was hench. Comes okay. over, had my headphones in. And he said, this is your last set, right? And I said, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what the it hell? It wasn't my last set. But he was asking, because they asked. You know, he obviously wanted to use the machine I was using. And I was like thinking to myself, no, this is not my last set. I've got like, and you still need to do squats, right? Uh, but I said, yeah, because I don't know. I felt really intimidated. I was just like, yeah, this is my last one. <laughs> well, that's not the way to ask, though. Yeah, and I just felt like, really... well, how many sets do you have left? Yeah, like, no, it wasn't fuck? even what how many. Head? Or, are you you know, it was just like, this is your last set, right? And I was just like, because I saw him from far away looking this direction. I thought, oh, you know, he keeps looking this way. He probably wants to use this machine. Um, yeah. 
And then, yeah, he came up and said, oh, this is your last set, right? And I was thinking, were you, were you fucking watching me and counting? <laughs> I can't <laughs> like, believe leave that. me the fuck alone. Um, yeah, and my brother was like, next time, just tell them no. I'm not done yet. Oh, your brother was there as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just felt, I don't know, really intimidated. I'm not going to lie. That's not nice. I don't think anyone should talk to anyone in the gym. I think it should be that rule. Yeah, I mean, no one really ever, ever talks to me in the gym. But I understand, like, if someone wants to find out if you're nearly done. But just watch them. If they're nearly done, they're yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, they move on to something else. Exactly. Like, I never time go being. and ask people, are, are you nearly done? Or how many sets have you got left? Like, no. i just got to have to exactly. find something else to do. So, yeah, that put me off my set. So then I had to do something completely different because everything else was busy. And I was just like, fuck. Like... I just ruined it for myself because I said, yeah. yeah, this is my last one. Well, it's not my fucking last one. Just, you know, it's just that feeling like under pressure. Mm, um, I hate that. So, yeah, it was, it was just annoying. And then I hurt my back because I was like, shit, it's my last one. And I hurt my back in the process. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, it just went wrong. Okay. It just all went wrong. I'm saying, today, guys, if you're like, going for really gym tight. goers, just don't talk to people. Yeah. Okay. Just literally wait till they're finished I know. and that's it well some people i don't know but i think he probably thought and he went on there and then he did some like some leg workouts right fine um but i was like seriously like you got me to go off so you could do that when you could you could have used it on the machine to do it he literally could yeah. have but i'm i'm guessing that's like his what he likes to do mm. um i'm thinking just because you're like muscly i don't give a fuck like I'm trying to build. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're making me exactly. feel uncomfortable because your presence makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Or, you know, but anyway. Did he say it in a rude way? Or I looked at him funny. You know, I gave him that look that I give like, you know, and he yeah. just stared at me back. And I was like, yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. And then that was it. And then he was all right, cool. And then he hanged around till I finished. He literally stood no. there until I finished my last set. What the fuck? Yeah, and then I was taking off the weights, and then he was like, oh, I'll leave them, I'll leave them, it's fine. I was like, okay. Awkward. Very awkward. I was just thinking, what the fuck? Just move away from me, it's corona. <laughs> exactly. Next time, you just stand up, he's like, no, not done yeah, yet. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do from now on. If I mean, no one ever really asked me, but if that person in particular comes again and asks me, I'm going to, no, I'm not done. Go sit yeah. over there. Don't Don't sit there watching me. <laughs> Go, yeah, go use another machine, bitch. Oh, I'm just going <laughs> to screw face him. Like, I'm literally, no, because just let me do my thing, you know? Don't put me under yeah. pressure. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, anyways, apart from that, all, all gravy, all good. Good. Good stuff. So, some stuff I wanted to talk about on some current news or some news that has been happening lately is the Travis Scott concert. Um, yes. And the deaths that have happened. I think so far has been eight deaths mm-hmm. i think yeah i started looking in more into this and read that he's been arrested before because he used to like um he used to try and get people to riot and stuff at his concerts and go mad and um jump the barriers and all this type of stuff he's been oh, arrested okay. for that before in the past but what really got to me is when i watched his apology and his not apology but his like i'm so sorry not i'm so sorry i'm so sad of what's happened so fucking oh, I haven't funny. watched it. Oh, he's just like he's like holding his head the whole time, and then removing his head from his forehead, touching it again. It just looks so fake. Mm-hmm. It looks like his team has made him say, "Right, you need to, you know, start 
you know making some emotional video so people can see that you care um i don't think he gives a fuck i really don't i think for him it's like i'm there to make money yeah i don't give two shits but yeah it's these things that happen i've seen a lot of videos on tiktok Mm -hmm. um and obviously i read the news as well it's quite worrying of how it all played out yeah. because he did another concert a while ago and he was being an absolute prat and jumped into the crowd oh yeah i don't yeah, know what it's yeah, called yeah. surfing to so basically crowd surfing. surfing yeah crowd surfing that's it and someone took his shoe or attempted to take his shoe mm. and he legit got everyone around that guy and told them to knock him out no yeah they say, yeah, jump in, jump in, rock him out, da 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 And this is like a millionaire, like really. Yeah. Fucking <sighs> trash is what he is. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that what I'm watching, like mm. this was happening, you know? Yeah. And then there's lots of conspiracies yet again on his concert that it was satanic oh. and, <laughs> and it was all planned and because he had on his... Um, screen see you see you in the other world yeah or something like that people are saying oh you know it was meant to happen hmm so i was like okay i don't really believe that i don't know about that i don't think it was satanic i think the music industry in itself can be satanic oh because yeah. they promote it promote it themselves exactly um, but him particular i don't think it was I think no. it's a show. They try and bring as many people. He he doesn't give a fuck if the people literally went through the barriers. And I don't think people really realise why there's a set limit of capacity. You know, mm. this place holds this amount of people. It's for your own safety. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the but fa- the thing is the way think... he, but the way he was making money money was from from the tickets. Yeah. You don't make more money from when people jump the barriers. Exactly, you don't. But he likes that. Like I said, in his previous shows before, he's told people, just jump the barriers. And then he told security, oh, don't stop them, let them come. I don't think he really realises the dangers that is in that, you know, when there's too many people. It's not so like it's not really like old people walking all over you. It's the fact that if you're squished, your mind is telling you, shit, I can't breathe. You start to panic. And then, Mm -hmm. you know what? Before you know it, you're dead. The nice way possible. Exactly. <laughs> no, I it's can true. Say it, you know, it's but true. I think it happened like 50, 60 years ago in a football match in the UK. Yeah, I think it was Liverpool. I don't know. I could be wrong. But people we learned about it in barriers. drama, remember? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Did we I learn about it in drama? Yeah, yeah. Why in drama? Re- react the scene. Oh, I don't remember doing that. But it's the same thing. People skip the barriers and so on and so on. And as they were pushing in everyone else was pushing in people had to then walk onto the actual field and then people just getting more and more squished um Mm -hmm. and that it happens and i don't think people really realize it happens also in like religious places if you if you go to mecca it's happened there before true you know when people are like going around the like going around in circles around the um Mm. thing people have been squished Mm. people just think oh no it's fine you know no one's gonna squish me yes they will yeah they because what happens is it takes one person to trip. Yeah. And that's it. As little as that, it takes one person to do something wrong and then... Yeah, boom. or there's like a barrier and someone at, at the front can't go forward and then everyone else yeah. squishes and pushing you. And then the people in the middle, 
oh shit that that would give me so much anxiety oh just just claustrophobia in general just the thought oh, of it that's you know, why like, i never go, go to a clubbing concert. And you used to be like really like sometimes just get really busy and you just think, yeah. whoa, I can't. And you have to push people, like actually push people. Physically push to, them yeah. out of the way, yeah. And that's the way you're going to get drunk. Through. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? We used to do that. But we used to just shove people. Move out of yeah. the fucking way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's the best way. Yeah. Literally. Otherwise, you're just going to be squished. It's really sad. It's actually really sad that there were some really young people that I think the youngest was like 14 I think or 16 or something like that yeah that's so yeah. sad and the fact that someone was doing CPR and it was captured on camera whilst the concert was still going and it's like that's, yeah. that's his last memory is him in a concert dead exactly and all he could hear is that fucking bass of the music oh, oh that's mad no god forbid they should have <laughs> stopped it but th- that's it and then there goes the other issue where when people were saying stop the show and he didn't yeah but he was standing on some fucking tall thing and was just swaying from side to side yeah. while some guy was but being the thing carried is his out. his team should have stopped it, not him, yeah. because he's a performer. At the end of the day, if his management was to say in his ear, because he's obviously got a piece or whatever, or whatever, we need to stop this now, then, you know, because outside they would have known what's happening, but him as a performer, he would probably just seeing people just dancing, going crazy, not really realising too much what's happening. So it's like, who do you blame here? Do you blame the people of the actual show or do you blame blame the artists or are they both to blame? Both. You know, so it's one of those things. It's both mad. I don't know. I guess my point here is just be careful. And be if safe. anyone if anyone pushes, like you feel yourself getting claustrophobic, push people. <laughs> yeah. Or just get out. If you see that you're in a place where it's getting really busy and you're like, shit, move. You need to get out of that place quickly. Yeah, it's not the right place to be at that time. End of. Uh, another thing that I saw, which I thought was, it made me think, right, so obviously we've spoken about vaccine passports in the UK before. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But now some carers, for example, are being told uh, no vaccine, no job. And yeah, now it's the thing where this. it's like, oh, some companies I may tell people if you want to have a job you're going to need to be vaccinated and we're going to have to see that you're vaccinated but you know what made me think okay fine why is it that we have to prove we have been vaccinated but paedophiles don't have to prove shit we don't know where paedophiles live yeah true we don't know literally nothing about them unless you know their name maybe you can google them you don't know if your next door neighbor is is even that even that they can change their name People, most, most of the time, prisoners actually change their name before they go into prison. So then when they do Google yeah. them, they can't find them. Clever, isn't it? To me, it's just mad that, you know, so sexual offenders can get away with not being exposed. But COVID, people who don't have vaccine will be exposed. How does that make sense? No, I get it. I, I, I get it. It's, it's a bit twisted, really. But I think because it's only just with care workers, isn't it? People who work yeah, in care Yeah, for homes. now. For now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can see why they're doing it in terms of all the people that they're going to be around, mm-hmm. vulnerable people. So I get it in that aspect. But the proving thing, yeah, it's a bit... Uh, no, you're gonna have to prove that. But I think it's the I think it's the concept of, you know, 
to be safe yeah rather than sorry because the people who have who are in the care homes are relying on the care workers to look after them you know it's their responsibility to True, make sure that but they're, if they're okay vaccinated and then whatever the well yeah but it's the case of you know how do you know no if if the old people are vaccinated then what's the problem yeah but the, that's how this is where it all gets very <laughs> tricky and very confusing yeah. because they say so they're saying that if you are double vaccinated you are less likely to transmit wasn't it no idea no less likely to catch it as bad as bad right. basically you won't get the symptoms as worse as it mm-hmm. has been over the past year but then they started saying i remember reading somewhere that you the symptoms that you do get like the strength of it is how you pass it on as well so it won't be as bad right that's what i was hearing for a while and i think that's that's what they're trying to but it still you know, doesn't change the fact on. that if the old people have been vaccinated and the carers haven't nothing changes if you, if you've been vaccinated you can still get covid therefore yes what is the difference? It's only going to affect the carer, not the person that's vaccinated, right? In their theory. It's the same thing as wearing a mask, though, isn't it? You don't wear a mask for yourself. You wear a mask for others. Yeah, I just don't... And that's how the vaccine is. You 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 take the vaccine for others rather than just yourself. But how are you taking it for others? Because of the whole... From, this is what I've been reading, right? Because I, I was really unsure on how this is supposed to be protecting mm-hmm. others. But it's because of how you transmit it. Yeah, so it. your symptoms won't be as bad. Yeah, and it's less likely that you transmit it as easily, basically. Right. But it's, that's the same thing. So it's basically, the vaccine is supposed to be the same thing as the mask. Okay. It's not to protect you as much, it's to protect others around you. Okay. So you know how people are wearing masks down the street? It's to protect... Yeah. Us. No, I get that. But now we don't have to wear masks anymore. And even our own president, uh, prime Supposedly, minister doesn't yeah. wear masks. No. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to get my head around how, like, okay, old people get the vaccine that are in care homes. Fine. But then mm-hmm. their workers don't get it, let's say. I don't see the issue with that. Because at the end of the day, you get a vaccine to protect yourself. Because they say, when you get the vaccine, your symptoms are less... You're most likely mm-hmm. not to die from COVID. So therefore you're protecting yourself. How does yeah, it make that's, sense that's then? Like, it's just, I don't get it. I don't think it's a big deal. I honestly don't think it's a big deal. What happened to um, freedom? I get it. I do get it. But like I said, it's, it's just, it, so this is, this is what doctors have been saying, right? Is that it can transmit at a lower rate. Yeah. So it's, you know, apparently it's been proven, but that's the whole point of it. So the old people who are in care homes are preventing the the transmission, the trans transmission is that the right word? You know, for it to be transferred to other people, then other people should be doing the same thing. Yeah, because they can still get it, but it's preventing it to happen well, it prevents as from quick, quote unquote, basically. dying. I don't know about that word, but the the transmit thing, yeah. Even though we have high COVID rates, the death rates are still low. So therefore, it shows that the vaccine is working in terms of not killing people. So it does work Mm -hmm. in that ways. 
but that that could be the that could be the possibility that most people it, are yeah, double vaccinated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it prevents you. It helps you. So I just don't yeah. see how it protects other people. I can see how it protects you, but not other people. Just looking at it and from what you said, it protects you. But it also protects other people. I just people. don't see it though. I can't see how. Because the whole... But it's the same thing as... Just think of it as how why you wear a mask. I wear a mask to protect myself. But that's not how it works. Yeah, but I wear that's a mask to protect me. Work. I don't want to breathe people's air in. <laughs> but it doesn't protect... But it doesn't protect you. Because but it does mask, protect you. Because, Tams, people are wearing a mask and then you don't... You know, your breath is not on people's fucking, you know, space. Therefore, it's not... Exactly, so it's protecting yeah, it, other it people you too, rather because than because you're yourself. not having to breathe in other people's air too. When I have a mask, I can't breathe, I can't smell your but breath. But you still, I can't breathe, you know. If someone coughed in your face and they had, they didn't have a mask on, you would be at risk, yeah? But, even though you wear a mask, but if they wore a mask and you wore a mask, yeah. the risk is and less. I get that. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that when both people and that's how vaccines work. But at the end of the day, you're still protecting yourself. But transmitting to other people—that's the whole point of this. The mask. This is why they made it very clear: the mask is not to protect yourself as much as it is to protect other people. Yeah, but do you not think they say that to make you feel bad? Like, do you not care about Mary down the road? Do you not care? (laughs) Is that why you're not wearing a mask, Karen? Do you not care? Do you know what I mean? It's like. Do they say this shit to make people feel bad? Do you not care about well, your granddad and your grandma? It has been proven. Science has proved it that this is how it works. Mm. And I've seen many videos of how if you cough into... Even like certain masks. Yeah. Like surgical masks. It's still... You know, you can still get bacteria You wear the German masks. Those things are thick. You can yeah, barely probably breathe. Probably the thick ones, yeah. That would probably ones. help more. Yeah. But again, it's the same concept. Mm. It is to protect other people rather than just yourself. Yeah, because you're protecting other people by not spreading your germs. By not spreading yeah. it, exactly. To- and yeah. that is how vaccine works. I mean, I get that, but I just don't think forcing people... They're proving things a bit too far, but I guess, I, especially in a care home, I can see why they're doing it. Yeah. I can see why they're doing Again, it. Again, it's that is whole it- thing. Do you, do you not care about the old lady? Yeah. Nora, do you not care is. about the old lady? Do you not care about <laughs> yeah. this? You know... It's the vulnerable people who are at risk more than anything. Yeah. It was the over sixties who were who were dying. Mm. Just that's what it is. Yeah, and obviously the over sixties are mostly at care homes, as you know. Exactly. So there you go. They're the most vulnerable. Yeah. If only we could put this much energy into rapists and paedophiles. You know. I know, right? I know. You know. If so maybe only... look after your kids out there. <laughs> I'm being serious. Your neighbors could be anything. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you're talking to. So you know who you're looking at. You know, let's you know also think about the other stuff that's been happening, fucking paedophiles every fucking day, and online. Yeah. I was watching the documentary today actually, and it was on um, how social media is dangerous for young children, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they were asking a, a group of children from the age of I think it was like to eleven to seventeen, and oh my okay. god, times there were like six year olds that were getting bullied by their friends online six year olds yeah like text messages were being exchanged and and oh this six year old started developing anxiety and they took him to the hospital because he was complaining about stomach pains uh, and then everything was fine with him he just had anxiety not really realizing it was anxiety yeah young children there was this young boy from the age of uh seven 
he was exposed to hardcore porn, right? His mum didn't know. And he started reenacting these things by the time he was 11. But when he was 11, his mum could see that something was wrong with him. He wasn't happy anymore. And then he opened up to his mum, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because he thought something was wrong with him because he had been exposed to hardcore porn from a young age through his phone. And all the parents thought, oh, no, this is what the parents were saying. They just hope that their kids won't, you know, catch these things on the Internet. But nowadays, uh-huh. it's not about hoping, it's about when. Because exactly. it, it yeah, will happen. It will happen. You'll go on Snapchat, you'll go on anything. There'll be something sexual on every little thing. Mm-hmm. And every platform. Yeah. And kids are curious, of course. But it just shook, shook me, I'm not going to lie. It just made me think there's so many, like, the young children are being corrupted, Tams, from a very, very young age. And parents try so hard not to corrupt their children. Yeah, but they, kind of they can't. Happening. But you can't help yeah. it. You can't. So imagine once they've got device in the hand, that's it. Yeah. And if it's not going to be their own device, they will find a device. From this their is friends true. Yeah, yeah. And they were saying, else, you um, know? like one of the young children, they were saying, "Oh yeah, we get together like as friends, you know." And they were like, "Someone will have a phone or something. They'll go on any social media platform or website, and they'll all watch it, not for pleasure, but just for fun." Not really yeah. realizing how it's affecting them. It's going to affect them long term, especially yeah, as they're exactly. young and it's, their brains are still developing. It's scary out here. It is scary. You know, it's getting worse and worse. It, and well, worse. statistically, it's safer on the street than it is online. Statistically. Um, wow. So you know how back in the days you'd go home when the street lights turned off or on. Sorry. Yeah. And you know, okay, it's mm-hmm. time to go home. But now it's yeah. like. That doesn't really happen anymore. Or everything that's mm. bad sort of happens in your own device, in your hand. Like, that's it. And kids by the age of 11 <sighs> want phones nowadays. It's not how, when we was like, I got my first phone when I was like 15. Wow, yeah. that's really late. So I think I got mine when I was 12. Did you have like credit on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I used to take it to school. Because that's when I started secondary school. Did you even text anyone then? Because hardly anyone had a phone then. No. Oh. It was just me. <laughs> It was like if I was, I don't know, obviously I never used to go to school by myself or come back on my yeah. own. My parents used to, my, well, my sister used to drop me. Oh, but it was just, just like if I went to my friend's house, yeah. then I can just text them and be like, oh, can you come pick me up? Oh, nice. No, it. I went to school by myself. Like when, when I was seven? in primary school. Yeah, in year seven, I used to go by myself. Wow. Yeah. My, parents, my parents never let me. No, I went since um, primary school. I used to go Damn. by myself because obviously the primary the school one is right next door to me. Yeah. Um. So that used to take me like literally two minutes, if that. Oh yeah, yeah. That was very, very close. You know. And then, then I got eleven years old, and my parents were like, "Right, this is the bus you get, or you can walk." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, but it's fine though, because when you get up in the morning, everyone else would be from your school, would be on the bus. Yeah, yeah. And, they and then the it would stop, stop literally outside. Um. And then yeah, yeah so it was fine. But now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, shit, I was 11 years old, traveling by myself. Yeah. To no, be fair, I though, I traveled to, to another country by myself at the age of 12. Yeah, I remember. I can't believe that. So I did have someone escort me, though, because um, yeah. my dad paid for it, because I was going to see family. And um, so my dad paid extra. I like, have to pay the airline. And then someone comes, and they literally 
take you all the way to the airplane and then once you're done well once you've come off someone else comes and then they take you all the way to the person and they have to have their name and all the sort of details so how much did you pay for that sort of thing i don't know but when i went there the first time when i went to germany because it was germany i was by myself my dad paid for a service and they didn't fucking give it (laughs) wow yes i was in literally traveling in germany i got to germany and someone was meant to escort me to my auntie. They never did. So I was in Germany looking for, how the fuck do I get out? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I found where my suitcase is. I waited for my suitcase, picked up my suitcase. <laughs> and then I exited the building. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I've learned from a young age to do certain things. <laughs> to travel. Imagine that. I know. But times were different then. Yeah. You know, it was, was a lot safer. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago, but um, surprisingly, no one even... Actually, someone did stop me and said, are you okay? I said, this was when I was in Heathrow. I was like, yeah, I've, I've got to go here. And then she took me. It was an Aww. airline like p- worker. Yeah. Um, and then I waited there, but there was technically meant to be someone to escort me the whole way through. Hmm. But when I came back, I had that service. My auntie came with me all the way to the like airplane, basically, where you go in. Oh. And then they escorted her out. I went onto the plane. When I came back to Heathrow, there was two other girls and they were being escorted as well, young girls. Um, okay. And then they waited with me until my dad came. It's a good yeah, service. That's a good service. You know? <laughs> that is a good service. So, I wonder how much you have to pay for that. I don't know. I don't know. I'll ask my dad. I'm sure it's probably more expensive now than it was then. Oh, yeah, 100%. Everything's more expensive now. <laughs> you know, but yeah. But anyways, we're going on a fucking topic now. I don't even know what yeah, the hell we're talking about. But yeah, well, I don't know. We're talking about vaccines. Listen. Yes. If I think if if you're working in an industry towns where you, you should really get a vaccine, then I think you should prove that you have a vaccine because then what's the point? Mm you know uh, mm. but if you don't have a uh, if you don't you know where i work for example why do i need to get a vaccine well yeah you don't i don't you need don't to really go prove out. anything so mm-hmm. i think it depends on where you work yeah it depends definitely depend on where you work i think if it's retail mm. then i suppose i think you should but like, i think if you're work- working remotely then yeah you know um but yeah but anyways should we get on to a dilemma yes uh so the title of this email is family member with marital issues Hi, Nora and Tams. Here's my dilemma. I have a close family member, let's call her B, who had an emotional affair and their spouse found out and left for a few weeks. During these few weeks, B came over to my place often and stayed for hours. Spouse is back, but they are still coming over very often and staying for a while. I'm tired of being supportive since I agree that B was in the wrong. Should I still welcome them in my home? Offer support when I'm not genuinely feeling supportive? Provide unsolicited advice to figure things out with the spouse instead of coming to hang at my place? Thank you. Hmm. Um, I don't really understand. So, this person emotionally cheated. Yeah. On so, be emotionally cheated on their partner, and the pa- that partner left for a few weeks, and then this B came over to this person's house and stayed for hours, but they're still coming over often and staying for a while. I don't see what the problem is. What, because I they're think, back together? No, I think the problem is that this person has a problem with B. This person doesn't want to support B because they don't agree with what B did. Mm. And this person is saying, should I allow should I allow B to still, you know, be around me when I don't support what B did? Yeah. 
listen, at the end of the day, if you don't agree with what someone did, then you let that person know. And exactly. if you don't want to chill with them, if you don't want them in your home, then you tell them. They're yeah. not going to know any other way. <laughs> you know, if you don't make things clear. And then my pe- thing, if you behaving like that, they're going to think that they're in the they're in the right. Or they might just think you don't really care. Yeah, all that, yeah. I don't know why, though. I wouldn't care. I'm going to be honest. If my cousin cheated on her husband, do you think i give a shit? No. She can come and stay with me. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know why you're being really sensitive. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I just think, why do you care? Unless you, you have a strong relationship with the husband or the wife, whoever. Yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah. But if it's a family member, because she says I have a, f- a close family member, let's call her B. So it's a yeah. woman that cheated. It's B. She cheated on her husband. Why do you care? Just tell her, listen, B, I don't like what you did. I think it's wrong. Yeah. That's it. This is why I say honesty is the best policy. Yeah. As long as you say it right, as long as you say it without intentionally trying to hurt people, Mm -hmm. I think it's the the way to go. Yeah. Um, But to just beat around the bush and pretend like everything's okay, that's the wrong way to go. Exactly. It's not going to prove anything, and you know what? It it might even encourage that person to do it again. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility because think of it like this: if you know, if you had done something wrong and I didn't tell you about it, mm. and carried on like everything was okay, and then you you're initially going to think, oh well, you know, it couldn't have been that bad because I haven't got a lecture from anyone. Yeah, yeah, my partner left for a few weeks, but that's about it. But no mm. one's actually sat down and spoke to me like, oh, you know, this is what you've done. What you've done is wrong. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But I get that. But surely they know what they've done is wrong. Yeah, but they might not. They might be so, like, airheaded and be like, oh, oh it doesn't matter. People like that really annoy me. Yeah. Like, when they just repeat their mistakes. Yeah, because then it's not realize. a mistake anymore. A mistake is exactly. done once. Like, you don't fall and slip on a dick. You just don't. <laughs> you really don't like that those things are they i don't know i don't know if cheating is really a mistake i don't know i don't think i don't think that is a mistake no i think that's a choice that is a i think it's a choice yeah you know because no one falls accidentally oopsie that's a that's you know or no one <laughs> yeah. like accidentally like pays you too much because you're like oopsie i overpaid you that you know those things are like sort of mistakes <laughs> yeah or i don't know something else happened i can't think of another mistake what's another mistake oh you what? know you're writing something down and you spell something wrong oops mistake yeah you know? but cheating is not a mistake it's a choice it's a choice, yeah. Just because you regret it afterwards, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. What do you even tell this family member? Do you even care enough to say Well, anything? I think it's gone past the stage now where you should even give your opinion. Yeah, that's Because they're true. back together now. Yeah. So, you kind of just either deal with it or tell them, you know, or just make excuses that, you know, for them not to come over. Yeah. That's it. Because you clearly didn't want to create a problem in the first place. So, why mm. create a problem now? True. What's the point? Exactly, because they can, B can turn around and say, well, you know what? Why didn't you tell me before? Yeah. And I don't give, I don't give a shit about what you think. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I think a lot of us nowadays think that people care about what we have to say. No one cares. No. No No one one actually cares. Unless you're like someone's boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever, Mm. family. No one cares. I don't really care what some of my cousins say. You think I give a fuck? No, exactly. 
Like, do you think it really affects my life? Because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. If it's like coming from my mum and dad, that's different. But cousins, are you mad? Cousins will always chat shit. Why is that though? I read that's jealousy. It's jealousy. Families. Oh my god! Like so much bitchiness, and there's always like one particular family that's like yeah. extra. Yep. Get a life. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, what was the actual question though? Well, there was three questions. Should I still welcome them in my home? Offer support? Provide unsolicited advice to figure things out with the spouse instead of coming to hang at my place? Right. Well, I think you can support B. Just because you support her doesn't mean you agree with what she does. You can uh-huh. support her by doing other things like listening to her, giving her advice, X, Y, and Z. Doesn't mean that you have to agree with what she's done. That doesn't yeah. make you a bad person by supporting someone. Uh, if you don't want them in your home, that's your choice. What yeah. can we say? <laughs> what it's can we your say? home. Exactly. Like You can choose whoever you want around in your place. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Don't make it a big deal, man. It's done now. Yeah. It's done. Just deal with it. And if you want to give your, your, you know, your thoughts about it, then just do it. Stop waiting around. What if your cousin cheated on her husband and... um obviously you don't agree with what she's done would you say to her oh do you know what what you did was fucked up but you're still my family so yeah yeah that's it there you go that's the conversation (laughs) (laughs) blood is thicker than water (laughs) so that's it that's what i'm actually like i don't have anything to say to this one you know no it's like very simple but yet it's going to be, it'll, you make it sound so complicated. Yeah. But I get it. It's always better from third eye. Yeah. It's always better hearing it from a stranger, talking to a stranger, and we get that. Because I think we'd be the same. We might be in that situation, like, oh, you know, I don't want to say anything, or whatever, I don't want to upset them. I guess it you depends know. on which cousin it is. <laughs> like, I've got some cousins yeah. that I'm cool with, and I could say anything to them, and I've got other yeah, cousins yeah. that I've, the respect bit is a little bit different. Um, yeah, that's so, true. It really depends on which which cousin. I have so many cousins, so it really depends on which cousin did this, mm-hmm. you know. That's true. But ultimately, they're still my family, so regardless, mm-hmm. you know. I always think this, though. If one, Let's say your dad committed murder. Would you still go see him? Yeah. Depending on who it is, who he killed. Okay. If it was for, like, a valid reason... Then, mm. yeah, I would go see him. I agree. Like, I was talking to my parents about this. And I said, like, if you committed a crime, I said to my dad, if you murdered someone for no for no reason, I would never speak to you ever again. Mm. That's it. But if you murdered someone because you was protecting or, you know, you had a proper reason, then I, I was still, you're still my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, like, for example, if my dad, like, murdered a woman and raped her and all this stuff, you think I'm going to see you. Nah, definitely no, that's not. That's it. It's done. Our no. relationship is over. <laughs> you know? I think when you first asked me that question, my initial thing is he's killed for a reason. Yeah. Because your mind is like, my dad would never dad. kill anyone for yeah. bad reasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I was like, yeah, obviously yeah. I'll see him. Because I'm initially thinking he's done it for a reason. But mm. yeah, like you said, if he's gone and done something worse, yeah. and for no reason at all, then no, I'll, he'd be out of my life for good. I agree. I think certain things, you know, even though your family, you draw the line where you think, no. I'd do the same for my brother too. If he did something really fucked up where I did not agree, that's it. I'm never come. I'm never come to see you in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll snitch on you. If if I knew that <laughs> yeah. my brother had done something that was so horrific, Tams. Yeah. I swear to God, I'll snitch on him. 
Yeah. Because to me, you're not my brother anymore. You do one thing where you, you just know, you cross that line. No. You hear about this shit on the news. Mm. You know, people covering up for their families and then they get caught. And it's like, wow, why would you do that? If they've done something that fucked up, why yeah. would you defend them and hide them from the law? Yeah, but so I guess you have that like love, that, you put yourself you? in that position. Mm. I would protect my family. Like, if, if they did something fucked up or not, like, you know, let's say drug dealing, I wouldn't <laughs> snitch. I'm, you know, yeah. you do your thing. Fucked up, mm. do your thing. Yeah. But and if, it's, if it's murder because of protection, I'm not going to snitch on you. No. But if you took a little girl down the road and did something, that's it. I'm snitching mm. you. Mm. I don't care who you are. No, there's certain things, you know, like pedophile rapists, they get abused in prison. Yep. And that's it. That, to me, if, if God forbid... That's punishment, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, <laughs> that's if, enough punishment. No. I just think, um, yeah, so how did we talk, how did we get into that? Telling family members the oh, truth. Oh, right, yeah. So there you go. That's it. End of that one. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we go off topic, guys. It's exactly oh, it's how like it goes. These questions in my head that just pop up so randomly sometimes. We'll like, like train what? tracks. We'll go into one direction and then we'll swiftly go in the other direction yeah. and then we'll go the other back direction. But you know what? This is what makes good conversation. If anybody was high, then the conversation would be a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Well, unless you live in like Los Angeles, no, California, where you can get high as far, or even Amsterdam, you know, because oh, yeah. you can't do that in the UK. Well, you can, but it's against the law here. Yes. For those of you that don't live in the UK. People, you now can buy CBT fucking oil in the supermarket. Yeah, I find that so weird. I find it I don't, so I don't weird. I don't think marijuana is, you know, I, okay, this is a conversation for another time. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyway, should we wrap this up now? Because we're going to into other shit and I, I'm not going to get into it right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. We need to bring like a, someone that smokes like proper weed to come yeah. in and talk so we can have two different sides. Non-smokers yeah, yeah. and smokers. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> if you're a marijuana smoker, hit us up. <laughs> yes, hit us up. Um, so anyway, so uh, keep sending in your emails. You can find our email in the description box wherever you're listening from. And follow us on our Instagram at real underscore life scenarios. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you in next week's episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.